0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Everything But The Kitchen Sing podcast, hosted by me, Ambika, and Shilpa. So today we're going to be talking about living with uncertainty. It's something that I've vented to Shilpa about uh, multiple times because it's been on my mind more recently, especially since, in my, since I'm in my last year of medical school. So I'm thinking about residency, where I'm going to end up. And so there have been a lot of thoughts rushing through my mind just about the next steps that I have to take. And especially with over the last few weeks, I started this new rotation. And so um, I'm currently, just for background reference, I'm interested in emergency medicine and I really do love the field. But I guess what's been on my mind recently is if I'm right for it. And then so basically what ends up happening is so... um, Friday I started my new rotation this past Friday and I right before it started I had this panic attack while I was in the car driving to the hospital and I was just worried I was like I don't know if I'm gonna do well today I don't know if I'm gonna perform well I don't know if I'm right for this job and I guess I was just really uncertain with the next steps I was taking I was worried if choosing EM was right for me. Um, and that's just been a constant, like, theme over the last few months, and I expect it to actually be a theme for the next few months, although I am trying to handle it. Um, but it's been, uh, difficult just because I'm trying to wrap my head around understanding that I do love what I'm doing, but I just need to convince myself that I am right for it. And I am certain of it. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, though. It makes sense.
1: My question is, what made you think that it wasn't right? Why were you thinking
0: that? I think we've talked about like imposter syndrome. And I think that's just where it stems from. It's the I've just felt like, okay, I've studied this much for it, but am I capable of doing the right thing while I'm physically in the emergency room? And granted, yeah, I'm a medical student, so it's not like I'm going to be doing high-intensity things necessarily as opposed to, like, an attending and resident, but I think it's just, like, I try to put myself into those situations to think, like, am I capable of doing it in my future? And that's where I start to get uncertain. And I've just noticed that pattern, like, actually... Um, with entering medical school, with entering college. I've just been uncertain with the next step I've taken. And obviously, it's something I've been working on, but also it's still present in my life 26 years later. So, yeah.
1: I think what you're feeling is completely normal. And I'm sure anybody that started a new job or you started school or you're in the field, all of a sudden you're starting a new rotation. I'm sure everyone has felt the same way at some point. I think what's interesting to me and I mean I do this too but just from your frame is that you were already thinking about whether or not you would be good at it in the future not even just right now
0: I know and that's just like I I get so frustrated with myself because I like um I jump 10 steps ahead and don't consider, like, the step that's right in front of me, and I feel like that's, that's, like, why the uncertainty kind of, you know, gets worse, because I'm not really trying to stay in the present. Um, have you ever felt this way?
1: Definitely. I don't think I was born an anxious person, but anxiety is just something that I developed later on in college, and, um, it happened... After my junior year, going into senior year, this feeling of uncertainty and feelings of anxiety or panic or having panic attacks. It's really hard to not only explain why you're having it, but you could be having it and look completely normal. I could be having a panic attack or you could have you were you said you had a panic attack while you were driving. But if anyone saw you driving, they wouldn't you're just, you know driving like a normal person. But anyways, yeah, I went through it. I went through a lot of anxiety. It was because I had just decided to um, change my career path. So for those of you that don't know, which I feel like everybody knows this by now, whoever knows me, I was going <laughs> to, it's like my life story. I was going to be a doctor. Um, and I had always had this expectation or hope i should say from my parents especially my dad to become a doctor and um i wanted to follow in his footsteps or he wanted me to follow his in his footsteps and i just wanted to make him proud and i did have a huge love for healthcare and helping people so it just seemed like a natural fit but as i went along my journey of being a pre-med student i knew deep down it wasn't the right fit Um, so when I finally told my parents that, you know, this is it, like, I'm not going to become a doctor. I'm not going to go to medical school. Like, I want to change my career. Even though it sounds so normal because I know a lot of college students change their minds about what they're going to do, for me, that was the end of the world in that moment, and I think it was just because I felt like I was not only disappointing my parents, my dad, but just myself, and, you know, I spent all those, like, you know, years and that time studying all these stupid (laughs) classes like Orgo. And what was it for, you know, so just all those thoughts, but amplified to another level. So I went through a period where I was anxious all the time. And it was because I was so uncertain of what my future was going to be. I had had this planned completely, because when you're in the medical field, I'm not saying that there's not, it's not difficult. But one thing that's easier in comparison to other fields that you go into is at least you kind of know what your next step is. So, you know, I have to take these courses when I'm in college, then I have to get into medical school, then I have to apply for residency. And then, you know, there's kind of some kind of outline for you. Yeah. But when you choose another path, there's not really as much of an outline. So I couldn't handle that. I couldn't handle the fact that I didn't know what my next step would be, or I didn't know what I want to do. Um, So yeah, I would say that was the biggest period of uncertainty in my life.
0: For people that are listening, Shilpa like kicked ass though, because that's like, like speaking from watching it, but also understanding from the medical perspective, doing a 180 like that is not easy, obviously, but she has kicked ass with finding her way through what she does want to do. And she still found a way through maintaining her um, presence in the healthcare field, which is amazing.
1: Thank you. So sweet. But I have to say um, it couldn't I couldn't have done it without you and, you know, my friends and my family, too. I also want to say what I'm doing about sharing her uncertainty now and being so vocal and open about it. It's really brave. And let's talk more about you said that you are working on it. So can you tell me a little bit about how you're working on it?
0: Yeah, so I mean, most recently, like I said, it happened Friday. So I was going into shift, and obviously, I'm not going to go into shift with the panic attack. <laughs> it's my first day, so I'm driving, and I'm I I, uh, I do this thing where I record myself as I'm driving. I don't know why, because I'm not going to listen to it later, but it makes it feel like someone's listening to me because it's being recorded. <laughs>
1: yourself as in like your voice like a voice memo
0: yeah yeah yeah, like a voice memo yeah so I'm just talking to myself out loud like going through the thoughts that I have the anxiety that I have and how I'm just worried about what's going to happen when I enter the hospital and I enter the ER and like it's the anxiety is getting worse because I'm just uh what's the word snowballing I think And eventually, I just break down and I start crying. And, like, for people that are listening, they know that I cry a lot. And I'm actually completely fine with that part of me. Because what ultimately ended up happening was once I let myself cry, it was really cathartic. Like, I'm sure people have heard that and genuinely was. It was nice to get those emotions out and just to be able to express all of that, um... anxiety, I guess, and frustration at myself with tears, um, and eventually I did calm myself out, uh, out, (laughs) calm myself down, um, but, and I entered the hospital, and I, so after I stopped crying, I, Just gave myself a pep talk. I found myself a... I found a motivational, like, five-minute podcast thing to listen to about how whatever was going to happen the uh, rest of the day, I was going to kick ass no matter what. And I just told myself that I do want to be here no matter what I think I can do or think I can't. This is where I want to be. And I just let whatever happened, the events take place. And, um, I mean... Just for reference, the shift did go well. Um, I had a great team and I did enjoy my first day in the hospital. So it like I said, it was really nice to just let the emotions out. That was helpful.
1: Isn't it crazy how much we build something up in our minds, but then when it actually happens, it goes so smoothly. And you just think to yourself, if only I had just had the confidence that it would have gone smoothly, I could have not freaked out and, you know, kind of... Not that you ruined the moment, but you're putting stress on yourself before something happened. You know what I mean? You're just adding that stress.
0: Exactly. And it's not like, honestly, it kind of messed up my experience right before because this was something I really wanted to be excited about because I was entering the hospital after four months. I was going to a place that I love going to, like the emergency room. And I was just upset about it for like a majority of the time before I entered. So you're totally right. It's insane how much importance we give is what affects like how events happen later how do you um how have you or how do you deal with it when you have this happen to you
1: i think what healed me was time it was a long process before i dive into that i want to also just cover a quick analogy which i think will help insecurity is the fuel for uncertainty so when you're a naturally very insecure person and you face a lot of uncertainty, that insecurity is just fueling those uncertainties. It's making it seem worse than it is. You're faced with something that you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't believe in yourself. You're unsure of yourself. So those feelings of what will I do? What's gonna happen? How will I handle this? Get amplified. So while insecurity is the fuel for uncertainty, confidence is the water that can put those flames of uncertainty out. I don't know if this is making sense. I'm making this up. But a self-confident person, it's not like they will not face uncertainties in their life. They may, they will face adversity. It's part of life to do that. But because they have that self-assurance, they have that confidence in their abilities, when they're faced with uncertainty, it doesn't seem as much of a struggle. They know that they can handle it. And I'm saying this because I'm going to tie it back into my own story. So when I was going through that period of anxiety and a lot of uncertainty, there was more than just that, I think, going on in my mind. I I needed to process a lot of the demons that were inside my head. I did go to therapy. He said something that really clicked with me instantly, and I want to share that because I feel like it is very impactful. So what he said was, If a boat has not been built with a strong foundation, there's holes in the base of the boat and, you know, the sails aren't right. So when the sailboat goes into a storm, it won't be able to handle it. The sails might not be able to adjust and water will start filling into those holes and the boat will eventually sink. It won't be able to weather the storm. But if the boat has been built with a strong foundation and there was a lot of time, effort and care put into building that solid foundation, then when it goes into a storm, water won't be able to get in. It may face some troubles while in the storm, but it will make it out. It'll, it will be able to uh, change or adjust its sails and it won't sink. It will make it through. What clicked in that moment was that I had never built a solid foundation on myself. Which is why when I was faced with adversity and uncertainty, when I was going through my own personal storm, I was sinking. And I think that was the point that he was trying to make without actually saying those words, but it it clicked that I had never built that solid foundation on myself. I was insecure. I had so many doubts on who I was as a person, which I think... A lot of college students, we are faced with these decisions that we have to make about our future, but a lot of us haven't even fully developed or haven't built self-confidence. So how are we supposed to make all these life-altering decisions? And so since then, I I guess what I realized was I need to work on myself. That's a tall order. How was I going to do that? I had no idea. It happened just naturally, When I started working, I was achieving a lot at my job. I was succeeding. I was doing well. I was moving up quickly. I put in so much hard work into it. I was loving it. I was passionate about it. So I was building these skills that I never knew I had. And that built a very strong sense of self and self-confidence in me. And I also had to go through a lot of conflict at work. Of course, in the moment when those things were happening, it felt like the world was ending, but when I came out of it on the other side, I suddenly had another sense of confidence, which was I can handle a lot of adversity and still make it through. And so now, when I'm faced with uncertainty in my life, when I'm faced with the with the period of time where I don't know what's going to happen next, I'm now able to say, well, I've done so much i have been through so much so much conflict so much adversity personally professionally and i've made it through the other side so if i can do that i can do anything i'm not perfect i'm still going to have insecurities i'm still going to have moments of anxiety but doing internal affirmations has been what has helped me get out of the get out of that rut of uncertainty and handle what's to come with a little bit more grace hopefully
0: no 100 percent. that's so important and i feel i feel like in order for us to um be confident in the future just like you're saying we need to recognize how far we've made it to this point which is exactly what you did mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it's funny you mentioned that because that's actually something my sister like constantly tells me and it's something I'm still <laughs> trying to learn. Um, but she always tells me the same thing about like whenever I'm uncertain about the next steps that I have, I should always look at how far I've come. I should, because like whenever she was, she told me the same thing when I was studying for step one. Um, board exams. She told me the same thing when I was applying for med school, just the fact that if I was able to make it this far, graduate from an undergrad, eventually get into med school, I'll be able to do whatever I put my heart into in the future. I just need to have confidence and faith in myself. So I think that's a huge takeaway for anyone that's listening. Just like in terms of uncertainty, always remember that if you've made it this far, you can always go further.
1: Absolutely. And I love that your sister has kind of instilled that in you or like trying to remind you to look back on how far you've come even just for your scenario like getting into med school <laughs> everybody in the world knows that that's one of the hardest things to do so props to you for even accomplishing that and then getting through med school because most people drop out so you have so much to be proud of and Thank you. um i think you were just born to be a doctor like this is what you're meant to do and i've you know nothing but confidence that you'll do well.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, It's definitely something I'm working on and I just like in terms of staying present and remembering how far I've come. Is there anything else that's helped you along the way?
1: So I'm trying to think of things that maybe you and I do on a day-to-day or week-to-week or month-to-month basis that are just in the moment things that we can do to help us get out of that feeling of anxiety, that feeling of uncertainty, So, I know we talked about this once, like, you love to go on walks. And so, tell people what you do when you go on walks and how that helps you.
0: Yeah, so, uh, that's, like, how I've been working on staying present. So, I love going on walks um, in the evening. And that's mostly because I love watching the sunset. And so, um, with that, whenever I see the sunset or, like, just... uh, the day like passing on it just keeps me present and helps m- me remove myself from all of the anxiety and the fear that i have uh prior to and then helps me stay more grounded um and it definitely once i go back home and you know after this i've done watching the sunset it's helped because it you know calms me down and eases me and so yeah that's actually very helpful
1: I love that. And I think that being around nature in general is just very calming for me when I specifically stare out to the ocean and then I try to look at, you know, where it ends, but you can't see where it ends. So then I start thinking like, you can't see where it ends. The ocean is so vast and it just makes me remember how, you know, small and inconsequential I am in this universe. And I think that that's another Tip in general when you're feeling uncertain about life and you're feeling anxious like you have to remind yourself that Yes, you are having these, you know horrible thoughts. You're having this struggle You're not sure what's gonna happen next, but there's so many things that we don't know about life We're just one small speck in the world and so Related to the ocean I think about which is really funny I just think about how we don't even know about all the different species that are in the ocean if we don't even know what's in the ocean, we're uncertain about that and there's so much left to discover, then why can't you be okay with having stuff left to discover about your own life? You know, it's okay to be uncertain. You'll figure it out.
0: No, I definitely agree and I love that. I feel like the big thing is just acceptance of uncertainty because like there's so many things we can't control and so the best way to live through it is to accept it.
1: So one thing I just wanted to end with is it's important to not only share the best things that are happening to you with the world of social media. We show off so much of the good in our lives, but I think it's also important to have authentic conversations with even your, the close people around you and just share what uncertainties you're feeling because you never know how somebody else can relate to you or inspire you or like Ambika has said, you know, she shared it with her sister and her sister was able to say hey look at how far you've come just simple things like that they go so far no
0: that's so true and I feel like a big theme for our podcast even though it's early it's just a theme for us is communication and how being able to talk to others is important in helping us help each other um and so that's why we want to continue to be able to share our um experiences with you all and continue to Uh, be vulnerable with you all just to make it easier to create a platform for everyone to feel comfortable to have a space to talk Um, we also would appreciate any and all feedback that people have because this is our uh, first time doing a podcast and so we want to continue to improve on it as much as we can
1: if everyone can just take one or two minutes to just think back at a time in your life where you were going through a lot of uncertainty that you are okay with sharing. We'd love to hear it. And not only what that uncertainty was, but how you got over it, if you did.
0: Okay, thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you have a great week. And then finally, we wanted to give credit to Silverman Sound Studios for our theme song. The name of the song is Synapse by Shane Ivers.